don't know if I can do this with that cow staring at me, man. <laughs> All right, we'll keep up the bullshit while I pull up tonight's topics. <laughs> Is this the podcast? No, no. Just... It feels to me like something you'd hear on a subpar podcast, like the personal arrogance. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Blue Yonder with your hosts, Jim Jones, Peter Street, and introducing Aaron Hubbard. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 62 of Blue Yonder, and you can find us at baldmove.com. I am Jim Jones. I'm Aaron Hubbard. And we have a ton of stuff to talk about today, but none of it coming from me. All of it coming from Aaron. That's a lot. I got pretty broad shoulders, but this is, this is weighing me down. <laughs> well, why don't you, weighty. why don't you tell the people what we're going to talk oh, about? And then we I can, and then we can bullshit too? for a little bit. I, yeah. Well, I don't know, cause we didn't really come up with a final, uh, a well, final you're the list. guy with the list. Let's okay. let the listeners pick. Let's put a put a poll up. <laughs> we'll come back next week with the okay, rest of the show. Okay, well, I know for sure I want to touch on spoilers. Uh, we're going to give a PlayStation Network situation, Crisis, Day 11, uh, yeah, CNN been, style. Is it Day 11? I don't know. I just made that up. It feels like Day 11. It feels like Day a million. Because <laughs> yeah. I still have yet to you play have a co-op PS3. fucking Portal 2 with right? my buddies. Yeah. Um, I want to pitch a movie idea that I that came to me on Tuesday night. Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. Mankano. <laughs> Man- Mankano. Mankano. This sounds dirty. And uh, I already talked about the spoilers thing. Oh, I got some bullshit up front, too. Okay, I have some bullshit. Listeners may not know when we record this, but today is officially Cinco de Mayo. Arriba. I'm yeah, this is going to be an alcohol cast, if you couldn't already tell. Um, we've got some margaritas, we've got some beers, we've got uh-huh. some official... No, 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 uh, Dos Equis. Nah, I'm drinking Blue Moon. No, it's... uh, what's that shit that everyone drinks on the beer? Uh, drinks. Qu- as, I want to say Cuervo, but that's Jose Cuervo. It starts with a C. Oh, Corona. Corona's, Corona. yes. The shittiest, one of the shittiest beers. Proof that yeah. not just America can churn out piss water beer. <laughs> the only thing that salvages that beer is a lime. That's bad. Yeah, but I just can't have sip. You can't fruit the beer. If you have to add fruit to your beer, it's not good beer. No, it's a cocktail. And yeah. you might as well wear a skirt and put <laughs> lipstick on. Although we are drinking cocktails. We're drinking margaritas. Margaritas. As well. I don't think margaritas. Those are technically cocktails. They're mixed yeah, drinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. But anyway, yeah. So Cinco de Mayo, Arriba, we're we're having fun here. This is going to be an interesting cast, so hold on to your butts, as Samuel L. Jackson would say. Right, so... Um, What's your bullshit? You got any bullshit today? I do have bullshit. My first uh, order of business and bullshit, I have a feeling that, uh, since I was looking away from the... That you the, weren't the, being picked a, up at a, all. A dramatic increase in mic volume just happened for, <laughs> for our listeners. It is still happening, because you're still not looking at the thing. <laughs> right. No, I'm looking right at it, aren't I? Not um, on the mic. Well, I saw on this... Um, this site uh, called uh, the J A Y F K dot com. It's the <laughs> Journal of Are You Fucking Kidding? <laughs> and under the title Hell to the No Chemical Free Chemistry Set, 
Some company is marketing a chemistry, like one of those, you know, you got the chemistry 10, chemistry 60, chemistry 120, how many sure, experiments yeah. you can do. Yeah, they got they a chemistry 60, 10 plus, it says 60 fun activities with no chemicals. <laughs> and as you can see, I know the listeners can't, but it's a pretty standard looking, like Fisher Price sure. kind of chemistry set with goggles and uh, mm-hmm. some beakers and it's missing a Bunsen burner. I love the beakers. Gotta love the beakers. Um, but, uh, look at the kit description. It says 60 plus fun activities with home science and kitchen chemistry. Wait, I thought there's no chemicals. How can you have kitchen chemistry? <laughs> Investigate with safe and simple materials. Discover basic scientific laws and phenomena. Grow crystals. Wait, chemicals. chemicals. Chromatography. Uh, I would love to see how chromatography works with that chemicals. Is this a computer program? Growing plants. Okay. Slime and gook. I'm thinking that's chemicals. Um, dimension, three dimensional bubbles. That's gotta involve soap, that right? That has to involve some sort of chemical. I mean, water. Is Did they chemical? not realize a water is a goddamn chemical? H2O, I believe. Is dihydrogen the, uh, dioxide, they say, or hydro- anhydrogen dioxide? Huh? Two hydrogen, one oxygen. Well, they, they, they have this like joke site about like how dangerous water is. Oh, uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And they treat it like it's a chemical, but they uh-huh. call it something like hydrogen dioxide because yeah. it's H. No, know, it's probably. Yeah, okay. Hydrogen dioxide. I get what you're saying, sure. Not peroxide. I can't remember exactly what it is, but, um, yeah, they, um, but it make it sound like, you know, did you know that babies can drown in as little as two (laughs) teaspoons? And that, uh, I forget all the different things, but, you know. Yeah, and nobody knows how big a liter is, so when they say, like, you can drink 14 liters of this and die. Right. No one knows that that's a shitload of water. Right, right. But they make all the kinds of really funny claims on their site. And, um, but yeah, I mean, I just don't understand. It's like, what the hell? I understand people really have all this like chemical hysteria now, other than nuclear radiation. I think chemicals, well, like go down. I think it's funny. Go down like the, um, household cleaning kit. And there's all these things that say chemical free, (laughs) like Windex, chemical free. Personally, I want chemicals in my cleaning kit. Yeah. It probably makes it, you know, safer and easier and all that kind of stuff. But you know, it's like you got this, like, what's that, PABP or, you know, like all the, no, these special know. plastics that's, I don't know, it's a health scare. Sure, okay. And they got, like, people that are saying they've uh, got toxic shock syndrome because they <laughs> smelled a whiff of new car and they broke out in hives. <laughs> and um, at my, at the church I went to before I gave, gave, gave religion up, before I kicked religion, um, they had a special room that was constructed with these special filters and stuff, and three or four people that said they had this toxic shock syndrome would sit in there like like fish in an aquarium and huff and like the they would like make it like if you wore cologne or perfume or I don't know deodorant that smelled good, uh-huh. they would like announce it from the platform that uh, you know uh, brothers and sisters we have people who are sensitive to chemicals. <laughs> they have some bullshit thing that doesn't really exist under hypochondriacs, but uh-huh. uh, we can't wear deodorant because of that. Or wow. or shampoo 16 hours before we come to church. Uh, that is a church I do not want to go to. That has to be the smelliest church. It's, it was, it right? Was, uh, you know, we, 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 you can go a long way with baby powder on okay. a Sunday morning if you're not working up a sweat in that suit. <laughs> but what about the summer when you are working up a sweat in the suit? Right, right. But this, like, you know, of course the kit contains chemicals. I could have said anything there, and you would have said right, right. Yeah, because, yeah, because I was But what to... about when we put a man on the moon? <laughs> I've been thinking of becoming a woman. <laughs> um, yeah, because once I'm into, I need to make a point mode. I have yeah, to summon all of my, especially when I'm half Concentration. Drunk. 
Can't have me derailing you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this kit contains chemicals, but it says no chemicals because we got this anti-chemical hysteria in the country right now. What about the air you're breathing while you're playing with the no chemical chemical set? Well, I, I feel like people lump, like, okay, sulfuric acid is a chemical. Is not the same thing as like, Sodium chloride. They're both chemicals, man. I know, but I'm saying it's like one you can you can eat. It's salt. You know, one you can drink. It's water. Uh-huh. Um, you know, gasoline's a chemical. You don't want to drink it, but it's not like something that's going to kill you. I it mean, could. there it are very well. Kill you, you can handle chemicals safely, and you can use them. Yeah. I mean, I just don't know if people understand how much of things are made with chemicals. Everything's made of chemicals. Everything is not a fucking element. See, I, like unless you're dealing with actual carbon. Uh-huh. Or, uh, hydrogen, Oxygen. or, you know, uh, lead, uh-huh. or mercury, which is, by the way, that would kill you, right? <laughs> that would I'm pretty probably sure. kill you. If you drank mercury, yeah. Uranium, you. unless you're dealing with uranium, you're dealing with a chemical. Yeah. Okay? Well, see, I have a problem with this, because this is wood? basically... Wood is an element, unless you're dealing with wood, wood or is, charcoal. I don't think wood is an element, is it? Unless you're dealing with wood on or the charcoal char- or... Char- or quartz, or or iron pyrite. I don't you're, think any of these are on the periodic <laughs> table, man. Unless you're doing pyrite is nowhere to be found. Unobtainium. Unless you're doing unobtainium or adamantium, yeah. you're not talking about uh, duranium. Yeah, I'm going into VGA. Durasteel. Molybdenum uh, trans- actually trans- is a real. Steel. Yeah, trans. Yeah. Transparasteel is probably. I'm going to sidetrack us a little bit here because yesterday was May the fourth. May the 4th be with you. Which, by the way, Star Wars it Day. took Jim two and a half hours to get this joke. Yeah, I, did, I really like, didn't get Star it. Star Wars Day, I don't get it. It's well, like... No, I understood the May the 4th when I saw it. Right. That's reason uh, When you said May the 4th be with you, yeah. I, I was like, okay. And I, I, you sound really ridiculous when you say May the 4th be with you. <laughs> it's like you got a list. <laughs> exactly. Right. But I didn't get like why May the 4th would be the day, you know? But, but apparently all the movies are released in May, and I didn't, I was keeping track of that, so that's true. that but, makes a little more sense to but me. But still, just made a fourth is a good joke, you, you know. Sure, yeah. Joke. Have you heard that today, like, they shouldn't call Cinco, they shouldn't call Cinco <laughs> de Mayo, did you read this in the forum? I did, yeah. Darth Pax has said, uh, if yesterday is uh, Star Wars Day, today should be Revenge of the Fifth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, it's good. So, um, uh, yeah. I have no idea where I was sidetracking us to. I don't know, something about not chemicals. Yeah, I but mean, it's bullshit. Going back to our topic, it's bullshit that this is like a, a no chemical kit. Did you it ever own a chemistry kit? Uh, no, I did not. I own electronics kits because that's the kind oh, of kid I was. So I did both. Okay, and about the only thing I did to the chemistry kit is I turned a li- a blue liquid green, and I burnt sulfur and stunk up my whole house like rotten eggs. <laughs> okay, I actually you know made what a chemistry molten... kit can do. What it can blow you up. Right, bam. Had to get uh, thank the Star you, Wars reference in there. <laughs> thank you, Anakin. I appreciate it. Uh, here's my problem with the no chemical chemical set. Um, oh, I thought we were going to move on. <laughs> no, 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 not, not quite yet, because this is teaching children not to be afraid of anything. This is a problem, in my oh, opinion. Oh, you're going to... Because you want to teach children that mixing chemicals can be bad. Like, oh. you don't want to mix, like, ammonia and bleach or something. Right. And not have them realize that mixing chemicals can be a bad thing that can hurt you. You actually want them to take precautions. You, The problem with this is the adults should be supervising the kids while they're using the chemistry sets, right? Mm-hmm. They should not just say, here's a bunch yeah, of chemical plastic. chemical-free, so let Bobby just mix up whatever shit he wants. Exactly. And, it. and then later on, when they're mixing up 
pipe bombs and and two liter bottle bombs like kids do. Right. They're not going to know what they're mixing. They're not going to realize how dangerous it can be, and they're going to get into trouble and they're going to get themselves hurt. See, I thought you're going from its uh, other angle that like if you told said the chemicals were super awful, horrible things, and then they take a chemistry class and figure out that no, it's not so that mm-hmm. they wouldn't take what you, other things you say serious. Kind of like when they mm-hmm. say that you know mm-hmm. if you take if you take the pot. <laughs> that your brain will dissolve and and uh, you'll get thrown in jail. They say um, that, yes, they do. And your life will be ruined, and then you try it, and all those things come to pass, and you're like, Mom and Dad, you're so right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say? Yeah, you want that kind of reinforce. No, it's like, but then, like, mm. so a kid tries marijuana, and it's like, well, fuck, stay out of drugs, and now yeah. they're, you know, shooting up heroin through their eyelids. My parents never talked to me about drugs. Neither am I. Never. Because they tra- they trusted Nancy Reagan to do so for them. <laughs> I wasn't around when Nancy Reagan was a deal. Yeah? Wasn't when she was a deal? Yeah. Oh, she was a deal, all right. <laughs> Let's make a deal. A Monty Hall lady. was selling her off. Like, door number three is Nancy Reagan. Uh, we did want to give a... P- uh, are we still on the chemicals kit, or are we moved on? No, we're done. All, all right. right. Uh, PSN update. It is it's just in PSN still down after fourteen hundred days. Yeah, I want to say this is like day fourteen. Because it's a lot of days. It, I think it went out Wednesday night, so this would be day fifteen. Wednesday night before no. last weekend. Okay, so, that would be one week. No, it's been longer than that. So I think it's been two weeks. Okay, sure, whatever. 15, we're on the fifteenth. It's been day, over a week. Sixteen by tomorrow. And uh, Staffa posted some stuff on our site that, that looks like that, that might be up maybe this week, but soon, quote-unquote soon, which I don't believe anything that Sony says at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, soon could mean three months from now, because if they actually said, hey, it's going to be three months from now, their stock, oh, the, the, yeah. the, 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 no one would be buying a PS3. No. It's like, you know, because no. you start thinking about, you know, Madden's coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, foot, you know, we might not play American football, but for damn sure Madden will come out. Portal 2 and Mortal Kombat are out. Yeah, but like all these, you know, big cash cow multiplayer games, there's going to be a new Call of Duty, there's going to be Battlefield yeah. 3. Yeah. You know, if you're a pissed off uh, Xbox fanboy that's been tired of the Red Ring of the Death and all that kind of stuff <laughs> and thinking, you know, I might give Sony a try for, you're not going to do it now. Yeah. No, no, no. And like, you know, Definitely like Don not. says, they'll probably, I, I guess the plan is to give like the PSN Plus. Mm-hmm. service for free for 30 days and to give you a free downloadable game which you know is going to be a yeah. shitty game well i that saw you this discussion want. in our forums it's it's kind of raging there we've got forums.baldmove.com forums.baldmove.com go there and check it out um we've also got bonus content there so if people want to register and hear that it's good stuff that's true but like yeah i was by the way uh the uh, i'll let you i'll let you get to this point i want to i hope no i'm going to make it because i'm just drunk make enough it. that i might not make it if, right. if we don't get yeah. around to it and i'm forgetting my point already so the personal like, arrogance I'm guys are make. talking about the laughability of the technological singularity and oh uh, yeah we did almost two hours of content on sure. the book inspired by the book metamorphosis of prime intellect if you uh, might be interested in but yeah, they'd have to I sign wanna, up for our forums I, to get that sweet sweet bonus content i want to have a podcasting showdown with jesse because i have a problem with the things yeah, he thinks you want about to strip down to the waist and call singular. him out well <laughs> that would produce a singularity of its own <laughs> and i don't think we want that so okay. no but i would like to talk to him about it because yeah. it was interesting yeah uh, his point of view does not line up with mine at all mine either i used to sympathize with that view but now i'm like i don't see what would stop it I'm not yeah. wild-eyed and say it's going to happen in the next 100 years or I know what's going to happen, but uh, superhuman artificial intelligence seems inevitable. 
Yeah. It's kind of like breaking the sound barrier. As soon as we left this, the, 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 the earth in a man f- flight that breaking <laughs> the sound barrier would be inevitable in a way that the speed, the speed of light is not. I don't know maybe. where you are going. Let's go back either. on track, man. Uh, so Cinco anyway, de Mayo. <laughs> PSN update. So it's been down. Um, last week, my friend Mad Brew, also PlayStation Network user, mm-hmm. uh, had within five minutes his Gmail, uh, Twitter, Facebook, and one other, I can't remember what other social media account hacked. Mm. And the only reason he knew is he got an, uh, a notification for one of the services. I think Twitter might notify you when your password's changed. Mm-hmm. So see, he was able to get in there and, uh, reset the stuff using their <laughs> automated tools, but it was kind of scary. Yeah. So it actually, cause I didn't have a, pa- a credit card. I hadn't did the cancel, but yeah. I did have a password that I used damn near everywhere. It's yep. not like work. Mm-hmm. So I went around and changed all my social network passwords. Good idea. And I encourage everyone else to do that because, you know, I can't say with certainty that that was a PlayStation Network attack, but it's kind of the, the, the the timing is fishy and it could could very well be. So I'm not even on the PSN and I want to change my password. (laughs) But you, now, when you you created an account, I might have created an account. That's why I said you created an account on my PS3, Mm -hmm. so I kind of think you did have. Oh shit, I need to go change my password. I'll be back, listeners. It tracks achievements (laughs) um, uh, separately anyway. This podcast is over. I need to change my passwords. Okay, one other piece of bullshit. Um, so anyway, yeah, uh, be a good net citizen. Change your your password, especially at the major social media sites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, look into that. Um, I want to talk about a site that I found called Unsuck It. <laughs> Unsuck dash it dot com. Oh, that's my website. <laughs> and what it does, I wish I thought of it. But what it does is it takes like um, a business speak. Um, for example, if you type in. Um, Shoot, I don't know. Give me a, a piece of corporate uh, synergy. It's got synergy. synergy in it. All right. It says it actually says uh, what terrible business jargon do you need unsucked? And it has promoting the, synergy worldwide. How about that? synergy? But I think synergy actually was going to a rare example of effective business speak. <laughs> really? So you you put, like synergy? You, you put you put it in there, and then it says synergy synergize uh, working together. And then it gives an example. Well, we decided in our meeting we're going to synergize with some marketing partners, and that will increase sales. And <laughs> See, then it says, "I don't agree. That's not the definition in my mind." And then it says the douchebag who said this probably also said, "Open the kimono, disincentivize, <laughs> or fire drill." Yeah. And if you go to open the kimono, oh, I don't want to know what that is. See, there's a lot of stuff that's like you know this macho business jargon too. Uh, open the kimono is share information or reveal. <laughs> open uh, wow listeners i'm about to open my kimono to you yeah so it's like there's a lot of confusion about how this new product is going to affect business so it's time to you open know, the kimono and make it clear where things are going to fit that's definitely uh-huh. the title of this episode is open the kimono open the kimono i don't know there might be better uh the douchebag who said this probably also said alignment ramp you up or advertorial no i'm going with open the kimono so disincentivize means discourage and it says the douchebag said this probably also said global bottom line or single point of contact. What I think it's funny because some of these things like single point of contact, if you click on that, it'll probably say something like contact. Because <laughs> okay. yeah, that's single Eventually, point of contact is contact. It has to boil down to the most base. But the, if you read some of this business shit, mm-hmm. it's like it goes like they use all these weird kind of vague militaristic or over the top terms for very simple concepts. Mm-hmm. And there's some places like I think synergy, um, like is is it it 
it kind of implies more than just working together. It yeah. implies like it implies almost a, a catalytic beneficial relationship. Yeah, like cooperation. Um, it's like it's like like two guys working together can do roughly twice the amount of work. Mm-hmm. If they had a synergy because they of the, the, the different roles that they played, they might be able to do three times the work that they did. Yeah, the yeah. mini synergy is like you know a little bit of gasoline on the fire. Sure. Oh, I just used another douchebag probably for a <laughs> phrase. But um, yeah, you did. There's one in there's called a skull session, what? Uh, which is whoa. literally just means a meeting. Let's have a skull session. That's way too many words to describe something that we already have a word for. Yeah. Well, so what do you think? Why That's do, just slang, why do right? business? Yeah. But like, I understand as a computer IT guy, God knows I understand the need for jargon. <laughs> okay. Because, you yeah. know, you got some dumbass call and you say, there's something wrong with my CPU. It's like, is this guy a really knowledgeable <laughs> user? Or is this some dumbass that thinks the beige box on his desk is a CPU? Yeah, sure. Or when they say the computer, did it mean they're monitored? Did they mean the computer? Mm-hmm. Did they mean their mouse is come unplugged? You don't ever know. <laughs> yeah. So there's there's a good reason to have jargon, but you know why do people say things like you know they're up their ass in alligators, or they're talking about deliverables, or they're talking about key <laughs> performance indicators? Why can't they just use this simple stuff? Why are they trying to gussy it up? Well, it depends. I'm I'm all for the stuff that minimizes words and conveys a concept because those are essentially. Words, right? I mean, that's what we do. We convey concepts with sounds. Right. So synergy is not such a bad one. Synergy has been so overused that people just laugh at it um, instinctually almost. But synergy describes a relationship between two people, like you were saying, right. that produces more than just the two people alone. Right. So that's that's actually a useful one. You're right. Right. But when you say something like, up my ass with alligators, right. that... What are you trying to say? Are you trying to say one word with that whole phrase? That doesn't make sense to me. See, I think it's trying to... I'm a language economist. There's a lot of negative language in business that's like a sympathetic negative. Like, oh, man, I'm up my ass in alligators today. And the other guy goes, yeah, me too. You know, or like, oh, it looks like you got a case of Monday. Stuff that would... They used to get your your ass kicked in, right? (laughs) People say that is because everyone assumes that their job sucks and you hate it. So you have all these little code phrases that kind of like wink, we're all... You know, it's kind of like gallows humor. Does that make sense? I never said to you sounds like you have a case of the Mondays. No. <laughs> I believe you get your ass kicked. No. Something like that. No. <laughs> no. Hell no. <laughs> I love his reaction to that. Yeah. Like, it's unthinkable. Yeah. Gotta drag my ass up to Vascalitis. Yeah, I'm doing the drywall up there at the new McDonald's. But, like, you know, but they do have some words like stakeholder. You know, their, de- their definition, concise definition, is anyone affected by action or decision. That re- that's that shortens things up. Like if a person's a stakeholder, that means I, well, I disagree with that definition because really? the general public can be affected by decisions. Right. Yeah. Anyone I mean, who has a vested interest in the success of the company. Right. How about that? Right. Or or the project or whatever. Sure. See, I yeah. think that's a that's a useful word. But calling yeah, like the project yeah. leader a quarterback. <laughs> or we gotta, yeah, we what, gotta snap the ball here. What know? if I'm not a football fan, which I'm not really, but I do know what those words mean. What if I don't know what they mean? Right. What if I don't know what a quarterback is? Like, what's the difference between a quarterback and a linebacker? Uh, I know that. Well, question. I know too, oh. but I'm saying if you don't know, like, what do you mean quarterback? Right. Well, I mean, but again, yeah, so in that case, when you talk about the modern workplace where you've got geeks mm-hmm. and women that don't give a shit about football, this macho language. I mean, I guess there's two types of douchey corporate speak. There's mm-hmm. stuff that makes things sound un, uh, more complicated. So I think that's a, 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 a something that tries to make a person look smarter than they are. Mm-hmm. 
And then there's this macho bullshit stuff that's kind of like this weird band of brothers crazy thing that they're bringing to the, the office. Like they're, you know, and I don't know, do you think that's intentionally used to make like geeks and women types uncomfortable in boardrooms? No, I think it's actually a holdover from do you olden days when it's, when it was a bunch of Fred dudes yeah, but running like, everything. That's one of the things if you watch Mad Men, they're remarkably free of this bullshit language. Yeah, but that was the 60s, man. That was the 50s and 60s. Right, but you're saying it like this is a holdover from the good old boys network. Well, that was the good old. That's well, when the when good I, old boys were just the boys. You, you gotta think. It I was, was born in 1982, man. Oh. <laughs> so. What are you. When I'm saying the good old days, it's not. I'm talking about 1982. Cause I wasn't around before then. What do I know? What do I know? Why are you listening to me on the 5th of May? Come on. That's so many know. margaritas. No one knows what I'm saying. Not even me. I don't know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like there's like, a real, I think this topic is too, too close to the political aspect. Really? Yeah. Oh. I think we're pulling a personal arrogance here. Yeah. Talking about things that people are just tuning out because that's, yeah. sorry guys, I have to say it. That's what I did when you went all political. I tuned it out. I didn't tune out. I got progressively exasperated <laughs> at, you know, the, ah, the different Well, you do that. See, this is a whole thing with you. Like in horror movies, you do that. You get progressively more angry right. at people making bad decisions. I, I just kind of go with the flow. Right. Here, I tune it out. You get progressively more angry with the political stuff. And it wasn't like a right and wrong thing. It was just like... You didn't it, agree with the views. No, and that's not true because like I don't want to sound like I'm a fucking conservative. It's uh-huh. more like uh, I just disagreed at the take on... Like he said, the, the particular party, uh, power within a particular party. And the Tea like, Party. It's like, you know... Well, let's it, not talk... Please, yeah, let's okay, not you're talk right, you're about right. this. But, but if you want to... But, yeah. but it seems like it just kind of got, like, borderline angry and aggressive and... No, yeah. uh, this is why we don't talk. Listen yeah. to the first 15 minutes of the Personal Arrogance Podcast. You'll see why we don't talk about politics on the show. Right. And we, that's, like, that's really the bottom line. I don't really want to talk about politics Well, we here. did at one time. I mean, we used to thought... We thought we would talk about politics a lot because we wanted to yeah. dive in that as part of the show. Because we're interested in that in our personal life. But we sure. found out that we were pretty far apart in, like, philosophy. Um, yeah. And that was, like... I, I felt like, okay, imagine like the Shannon, the, the Sean Hannity or the Bill, Bill O'Reilly show, except uh, for there was no show host. It was all just the guests and they're all screaming and talking over each other and there was no yeah. one to enforce anything. That's what the show was like. Is that what you want? Is that what you really no, want? No. I mean, like, I feel like Eric and Jesse are pretty close in the, in the spectrum of things and, and they still had kind of a. I feel like they're pretty different, actually. Really? Yeah. Really, I don't know. If for our listeners who may not have any idea what we're talking, I mean, about, my Eric might be Seattle conservative if that's where you're going for, but he, he sure is. is fucking Midwest conservative. <laughs> go to personalarrogance.com. Spell it however you want. Yeah, or um, go pa.baldmove.com. pa.baldmove.com. <laughs> um, and check out their podcast because I have a feeling some of our new listeners have no idea what we're talking. Every about. time you go to pa.baldmove.com, Amazon gives us like fifteen dollars. <laughs> it's a really cool. <laughs> Affiliate thing we and got an going angel on. And loses its wings. It's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, that that part of cast sucks. The rest of it's pretty good though. Yeah. No, I, I as soon like. Soon as you start hearing Ella Fitzgerald scatting, you can you can tune. Oh, in. dude, no, they got they got Jesse good this week because there was music while Eric was playing his yeah. part, and then the music stopped, and it was just Ella going. Oh no! Yeah, right. With acapella. No, I heard it. It was hilarious. It is extremely so distracting. Yeah. It's funny because I try to play along and like I crap yeah. out usually on a third, like, you know. Mm. So, um, okay. 
I wanted to talk about Unsuck. Let's talk about the meat. I want to talk about spoilers. Okay, interesting. Um, what about spoilers? Because there's a lot to talk about. Here. I've been thinking, because, like, okay, I experimented with the oh, episodes, the prequel did. episodes. Oh, oh, oh. Like, I tried to get fucking spoiler-free for episode one, because I thought I it was, would be yeah. a cultural, spiritual significance. Yeah. Only to be spoiled when I bought the soundtrack <laughs> at Best Buy when one of the fucking tracks was called Death of Qui-Gon. <laughs> yeah, that's So I annoying. knew one of the giant plot points and you know what? It and I and I didn't enjoy the movie as much as I thought I would. So Because of that? Well, no, it turns out this turns out it just sucks. Suck. Yeah. I've come to grips with that. But that's why I'm, I'm going in this. So then so in episode two, mm-hmm. I fucking went spoilers to the fucking balls. Yeah, balls to spoilers. I, I read the novelization. I kept up on the force.net and I didn't enjoy it. I, I enjoyed it, but, but it I didn't enjoy movie. it as much as like you guys. Like you guys, you guys were a surprise when Yoda came out and kicked ass and all that kind of stuff. Sure, yeah. So then on the third one, I went spoiler free again and I hated it. Like I just hated it from the get go. Yeah, I'm surprised you hated it because it's way better than the other two. But, but I, you understand, I had not written the other two off as bad movies. Uh, and then I saw three, yeah. and I'm like, shit, shit, those two movies were fucking wasted experiences. <laughs> you gotcha. So gotcha. I, I kind of like boomerang. You were hoping for redemption. So I did experiment. So I thought it's like, well, spoilers maybe impact enjoyment of the movie. But now I'm not so sure. Because, like, the Lord of the Rings movies, I spoiled the hell out of them because i like, well, I've read the novels. I have them well, practically memorized. Thing, yeah. So I kept up with the one ring.net and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. I enjoyed the hell out of the movies. Well, you can't – I mean, you were already spoiled, right? Right. Just- and I'm watching The Wire, and I've had various spoilers um, because it's a really old series. And, yeah. and the guy that got me reading it makes copious Wire references. What things have you heard that have been spoilers so far? <sighs> Well, I guess no one either. You've either watched it or you're going to be in the same boat I have. It's like I know. Oh, that- oh, spoiler alert! <laughs> Turn. Uh, skip ahead forty seconds. Like I know. Seconds. I know how Omar eventually dies. Oh, okay. I know how. Like, that, see, that sucks. I yeah. know in this season. I was shocked by how Omar died. I knew that in this season that like um uh not uh. Sh- Shit, not the gangster, but his right hand man, uh, String Stringer Bell. Yeah, yeah. I knew that he dies. So I was, um, but I was seeing all that foreshadowing happening in uh, season two. He dies mm-hmm. in season three, and I gotta say, I thought it was actually cool. Like, it might have been what what it made up for. Like, holy shit, I can't believe that just happened. Mm-hmm. I got to see the threads that they were putting in place that I might not have seen before. See, yeah, that's an interesting perspective. When so, it's almost like watching it. In retrospect, your first time through, right? Right. Well, and like, that's the thing. It's like, there's some movies that like, that the sixth sense, that yeah, it's kind sure. of like a ride. And once you've seen it once mm-hmm. or twice, you don't, um, Inception was very much like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we did a cast, like a whole hour long cast on how awesome it is, but I wouldn't, I've seen it twice. I don't want to see it a third time. Yeah, probably. So if, yeah. if you had that spoiled, that might ruin your enjoyment, but a really well crafted story. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how much you know about it. The pleasure is just watching it unwind and the performance and the art that goes into that. That's kind of it's, true because I've gone back and rewatched series and movies um, that I've seen before. And I always enjoy them the second time through just watching how things are put, being put in place, how characters develop, things like you're saying. I, I always enjoy that. And it's it's almost an equally enjoyable experience to watching it the first time through and having no idea what's going to happen. Right. And it kind of bought in. 
it kind of also leads to the discussion that you and Peter were talking about hype mm-hmm. uh, when it regards to anime and stuff when things are overhyped. Well, yeah. the most underhyped things can be are completely spoiled. You know everything's going to sure. happen. There's no surprise. You know kind of like your own you you've, your own personal baggage has reacted with the story or not. So mm-hmm. now the only thing left is to, to to enjoy the artistry and you know the 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 art part of it, the performances and you know how the the picture moves you. Well, let let me throw this at you. Um, is it not better to watch it the first time spoiler free? And then after you've created the spoilers in your head because you know what it, what's going to happen, then going back and watching it a second time, don't you basically get two times the enjoyment out of it well, that's by the not question. being spoiled the first time around? Is it better? I don't know. Because, I think it has to be because like I'm loving no- The Wire so much I can't imagine be thinking – because even though I know the broad strokes, just mm-hmm. seeing like the fine stuff he paint, paints in and how there's not a shot wasted – like, mm-hmm. I can't say the same thing about, like, Mad Men. I can't say the same thing about Breaking Bad. I've yet to see an episode that has even one single scene that that did not directly serve to move not just the current plot, but plots that happen in season three are, 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 come, are, are sprouting from seeds that were planted in, in yeah. season one. Well, here, here's what I'm saying, though. Would it not be more enjoyable to experience the ride, as you called it, the first time through, and then go back the second time and see what you're seeing now that you have spoilers. You know what I mean? Can, I, can, there's nothing to be lost by not being spoiled at the beginning because you can always go back that second time having been spoiled and appreciate the artistry, appreciate the 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 construction of the plot. Well, that's a good you know that's a good question because I honestly can't say because I here's the one thing I'll I'll counter with. Mm-hmm. Um, who's to say that that special not knowing what's coming and just seeing it all unfold and being blown away is better than, um, or, or how do you know that that doesn't interfere when the second time you watch through, you've got all these kind of like, you know, emotional exclamation, exc- exclamation uh-huh, points sure. on the scenes and you're appreciating yeah. from those angles where when you already know what's going to happen and you're just, you, you, you're kind of like a little bit detached, mm-hmm. but still kind of, this doesn't even make sense to me. It does make sense in my head what I'm trying to say. <laughs> but you're not saying it. But I'm not saying it right, I guess. No, um, I, I kind of like get what you're saying. first thing, it's kind of like you can't be, um, you can't be impartial about how beautiful your son or daughter is because you saw them, even when they're, even when they're fucking blue and covered in blood and God slime. Damn it, man, this is a spoiler for my life. I don't have a kid yet. Come on. <laughs> and their head's cone shaped and they're wriggling shit factory. What? Dan you're still saying this is child? the prettiest baby ever, but you, you are so emotionally invested and you can't objectively mm. say that's a pretty baby. Whereas if you are, don't even know this person, gotcha. then it's like, you're like, Oh, that's a fucking pretty baby. I know for fact because I'm objectively stating it. I okay. sometimes think that. I can't say which is better, mm-hmm. to be the parent that is just totally committed into thinking that be a baby's beautiful or be the stranger seeing a beautiful baby and saying, without qualification, that's a beautiful baby. I think hmm. they're both good experiences. Which one's better? The parent would say, uh, mine is, but the, 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 you know, the stranger would, I don't know. That's kind of like what I was going for. I can say though, definitively, from my perspective, subjectively, um, spoilers have ruined movies for me. Really? Spo- okay, spoilers... I want to talk about that, because uh, go ahead and tell me what your experience. Um, I can't remember specifically, but I do know that there have been times where I have been waiting for something to happen in a movie. Mm-hmm. And the the fact that I am waiting for something to happen that I know is going to happen has 
basically taken my attention off of the rest of the film. Hmm. Um, and I'm just waiting to get to that one part. Hmm. I'm, I'm waiting for that milestone. Hmm. I can't think of a precise example, but I can think of times where I have been distracted by trying to figure out how they're going to get there. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And like, and I'll see a twist. I'm like, that can't have, you know, cause I got foreknowledge instead of just mm-hmm. enjoying it and not knowing what's going to happen. Um, I think, okay, so let's talk about, I agree there might be types of entertainment that are work like that. And I threw a couple out like, like inception, um, but actually books seem to be really like that because of the time invested in them. See, I don't think that's you, true at all. If you get a spoiler for a book, I am much less inclined to read it. See, much I think that's, less. that's, 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 well, that, that might just be you because you seem to, like books are you, you have to really like something to read it. Yeah, that's pretty true. So, because, you know, it's a high investment and you'd rather do sure. other things. Whereas yeah. I'm like kind of a reading slut, I'll read anything. Um, there's been, I actually, because I can't keep off, like, if I'm really liking the series, this is another reason why I'm getting spoiled on the wire. Because when I watch something and I'm really engaged by it, I want to get discussion on it. And I can't yeah, just, yeah, like, yeah. call you up at 1 o'clock in the morning and be, <laughs> holy fucking shit. So, so I go to, like, tvtropes.com. And you end or, up seeing spoilers. And I'll see spoilers for something else. And I just want to see discussion for that one thing. Yeah, yeah. And it kind of sucks like that. Well, the other problem with our TV watching relationship is that I watch TV at an extraordinary rate. Yes, you do. I watched. Like, you watched all five seasons of episode, uh, all five seasons of Wire in a week. We, we talked about last uh, episode, I think we talked about Dexter. Yeah, you were on and season, season two. Three. I just finished season three. I just finished season four this week. Right. So a week I've watched another 12 episodes, 12 hours of television. Possible. <laughs> you're, you're kind of busy. I mean, a little bit. You're yeah. dating now, you're working out. I mean, how to, sure. like, how to fuck? I just Are you watching out of work? No. You got it on a second monitor going? I wish, man. I'd like to do that. Um, Okay, so let's say, so we agree that Voracious. Inception would be fucking spoiled. Inception is worthless if you're spoiled. Memento would, would be <laughs> so, spoiled. Yeah. Um, it is ruined. Uh, the Sixth Sense. Sixth Sense is a perfect example. I think all of those movies- There's really legitimately only one good part in that, right? Is when it twists. So I'm thinking, with the twist, I'm thinking that the only types of movies or books or any kind of media that can be spoiled are ones that rely on a twist. Because all three of those concepts have a twist that's how things appear at first is not what they are. And it's some sort of, you know, mystery that you solve at the end. Um, The Usual Suspects would be another example. What about Empire Strikes Back? Which I just watched. That's a night. fucking twist. That's a huge twist. So I'm saying, like, Could th- that be there spoiled, it is. Like, so, like, so basically... Ruined you- by a spoiler? I don't know, because there again, I'm squarely in the parent with the beautiful baby thing with that. We both are there. I love ESB. Especially I love the original trilogy. Especially ESB, because that's the first Star Wars movie I can remember seeing in the theater. Mm, Okay. You know, I got got all stories about it. So, like, I I couldn't say, but it's certainly a twist. Oh, yeah. So, um, but but I think that that's, you still a well-crafted twist movie can be enjoyable. But I'm just thinking that's the main genre. So, if, if if something's not relying on, if it's something more based on relationships, characters, story, it's much harder to spoil. Well, here, I, because kind of you're like, right. It all comes down to construction, right? I mean, in the sixth sense, you've got definite hints toward him being dead. That spoiler, spoiler alert for a 25 year old movie here. Uh, he's dead, and you have definite hints towards that. No one is what was the paying kid in attention that? to it. what. 
Haley Joe Osment dies. Yes, he's Joel dead. He's Haley a ghost. Osment Haley Joe Osment is a ghost in a movie. No, he's not. <laughs> I'm unspoiled. I just reverse. I just reverse mind fuck them so they can okay. enjoy it. Bruce but yeah, Willis. there's there's hints that are not outright, and when you it exactly, makes sense and that's the when you see it the second time. Exactly, that's the construction, the hints leading up to it, and that was what was so genius about that movie is that you could, if you knew, you could see it leading up to that. Um, that's why I don't like Usual Suspects, by the way, because I totally seen that a second time. I totally don't buy to Kevin Spacey's Ke- Ke- Kaiser Soze. Well, here's the thing: spoiler if, <laughs> if they don't if they don't construct that twist uh-huh. ahead of time. And you're spoiled. You uh, know the twist is coming. There's nothing right. there to watch. The That's second true because that, the there's usual suspects. To enjoy. I, I think the Usual Suspects is a, a terrible film. <laughs> it has okay. some interesting performances and some funny stuff and some, in, but it's it's not a good it. film. Hmm. It's boring. Were you spoiled before it? No. Okay. Well then. No. And I watched it again because I'm like, what the fuck? Because they do that trick where they show a bunch of like close-ups of things that happened before in a movie mm-hmm. and i still think that there is no indication whatsoever that the kevin spacey character is the main villain in the film until the final scene of the movie they try to play huh. it like that See, but that's there's... the problem and, and i was like to me that's cheating and that's that's the brilliant thing that inception did is it didn't do that it, right. it built up to it you could see like right. his ring yeah you can see his right. ring is his totem you can see all these different things pieces falling into place the same thing, like, if you watch Sixth Sense, and I don't care if you think it's a good movie or a bad movie. I think it's a good yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. But if you watch the second time, they do not violate the rules. Exactly. No one talks yeah. to Bruce Willis. And you see the way it's shot is that it implies, like, you, yeah. you, you kind yeah. of just accept that people's like, wait, his mother talked to him. No, she didn't. Yeah. His ex-wife had a conversation on the table. Nope. No, he didn't. She you know? was talking to herself. Yeah, so it's like, they, they play it straight. Um, can you tell me where ESB does that? Does it construct that? Because I can't really see it leading up to, no, I am your father. Uh, so you're saying it pulls like I'm a, saying it's bad. <laughs> I'm uh, saying the twist is just a random twist. Well, I think that's the thing. It The whole movie doesn't hinge on the twist. That's true. It doesn't so all it's, hinge it's, on the twist. It's but almost twist, like a... That's, so, so it's not a twist. It's a... Dr- okay, is there a difference between a twist and a dramatic reveal? Because I, I like so. like yeah. like Lucas wasn't trying to mind fuck there. It wasn't like there's sure. a bunch of hints. Although you could argue that uh, Luke cutting Vader's head off and the head exploding and revealing Luke himself mm-hmm. was foreshadowing. But I no, I, really? I don't really think so. Really, I think he was see- killing Vader and he is his own. But what are you supposed to think there the first time through? Could you possibly well, that's have ever not the guessed? Point. Could you have ever guessed that? Because you could. See the pieces falling into that, place. Like if he lets Bruce... himself fall to the dark side, he could become just as bad as Vader. That's sure. the fort. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, Yoda's telling him that. I'm just the saying it works time, both right? ways. But yeah, you're right. Uh, Obi Wan Kenobi straight up lied. Yoda <laughs> yes. straight up lied. To that there are no boy pieces falling into place. No, no, there are pieces being obscured by the character. But see, I think that's what you call a dramatic reveal. Okay, it wasn't, a and twist. it was very dramatic. Everyone yes. was shocked. Everyone yes. was blown away. Yes. But you're right, the movie didn't hinge on it. That was not... So if it's just new information that the audience is finding out at the same time the hero with no foreshadowing at all or mm-hmm. no cleverness, it's not a twist, it's a dramatic reveal. Okay, I could buy that. So, but yeah, so I'm almost like, if some if someone says this is the best or like this is a once-in-a-generation piece of information, go ahead and read up on it because you might enjoy it, like Jim said, as with the eyes of the parent, but you might also enjoy it just objectively because that's been my experience with The Wire. I'm loving the hell out of this show, and I'm blown mm-hmm. away on an episode-by-episode episode basis, and I know 
in advance, a lot of things are going to happen. Honestly, I think it comes down to what kind of person you are. If you're the engineer type, like we seem to be, uh, you enjoy the construction of, of, of a plot. You enjoy the construction of a twist. Um, because you like seeing how they're built and, and Let me ask what you this. makes a good television series versus what makes a bad television series. Let me ask you this because I'm about to embark. Which is BSG? Is it a twist or is it a dramatic reveal? Because if it's a, if I, I might, if it's a, uh, oh, a little bit of both, because if it's got twists, I want to avoid spoilers on this theory. If it doesn't, have, if it's more dramatic reveals, then I won't, I don't mind, uh, see, I, I don't, I don't mind spoiling myself because I'm going to have a hard time uh, not reading, say. not going into the Battlestar Galactica wiki, not going to TV yeah. tropes. Well, that's, that's the hard part of the hard part for me watching the series was, I was following like forums and I was in the discussion like I was with Lost mm-hmm. where I was actively participating in theorizing about plot twists and things right. like that. So it's hard for me to say whether that was a twist or whether that was a reveal. Hmm. Um, because the ending of it does, it's not even a twist. No, I don't think it is a twist. It's just something I expected. It's almost not even a dramatic reveal in that respect because I kind of expected that that was the course it was going to take because right. there was so much speculation on the forums. Right. So I'm not a good person to ask about that. Right. I, w- I would say someone who just watched the series without any participation in the forums. But I'd have any- to sit down and make them listen to this cast, which would violate the Geneva Code before I could ask them <laughs> even the question. All right, so like, next subject. Yeah. Move on. <laughs> We're done. Uh, anyway, I thought that was interesting that I kind of come around on that. Um, sure. I got one other topic. Um, I had this, this assless vi- chaps, this vision that came to me the other night. Oh God. Of oh, I'm ready for idea. this. This is good. Okay. All right. So you had enough to drink? I've had plenty to drink. Cinco de Mayo, by the way. Mancano. <laughs> I envision this future, this alternate reality where fleshlights don't exist. Oh no, no. Yeah. No. So, so what, what the, what the, the male sexual aid is, is looks like a, a, like science fair, sixth grade science fair volcano. No chemicals. No chem- chemical free <laughs> with a latex fleshy center that you thrust into. Oh god! All right. So Is this like wall mounted. Uh, it could be, or you could just put on. It's got a nice wide base. You just put on a floor and hump it, or you could like you know, it's lightweight. It's foam construction, like your sixth grade. But it's called the fle- but it's called the flesh cano. Okay, <laughs> it's it's not the fleshlight. It's called the flesh volcano. Oh, it's the flesh cano. So anyway, I'm inva- envisioning this, uh, invagining, I'm envisioning this <laughs> alternate reality and I'm thinking uh, that the hero is like the number one customer of the world for the flesh Kano. He's like their spokesman. He owns uh, like the flesh, flesh, <laughs> flesh Kano review.com and he's getting all these kickbacks from it and it's blowing my mind. And he gets so exposed to the chemicals in the flesh Kano <laughs> that it merges with him and sure, he becomes sure. the man Kano. <laughs> <laughs> but then I was thinking, no, a better way would be like there's a villain, okay? There's like another company. Oh, that's... superhero, Mankano. Yeah, so there's there's a number two, number two rated sex male sex toy company, uh. and it's it's the it's the poon in a can. Oh god. So it's like the flesh Kano, except for it's like a diet coke. You just pull or like you know like a tennis balls, like a tennis ball container. I'm pretty sure they have those, man. No way. I, yeah. Get the fuck. The Japanese. Out. I, I guarantee they got pussy in a can. Uh, yes, 
Yes, they do. How do you not cut your? Because my thing is, well, I, yeah, I, envision, have sharp. I envision you know how like like tennis balls are sold sure, in a plastic yeah. tube, and you and you take that can off. I think that that's will, what it is. That will cut the fuck out of you. Yeah, and it and depressurizes. And See, but but that thing is sharp as shit. Like if you ran your finger along the edge, <laughs> it would cut you. And I thought that that's why they're uh, number two because you stick your dick in that and it would lacerate just, it. Oh god. But my thought is like, so, so they mm-hmm. know that this, this, the number one spokesman for the flesh Kano is like, you know, they're trying to take down, tra- take him down like, like a rival cigarette company trying to take down the Marlboro man. And they take his, his, the flesh Kano lube that they give you with the product oh, and God. they infect it with some mutagen that's mm-hmm. supposed to kill him, but it ends up bonding him with the device and turning him into man Kano. This is sounding an awful lot like The Fly to me, and I wish Jeff Goldblum would star in this because I would watch it. But see, here's the thing: it's like I always think it's like Mankano. He's going around and he's like got various powers because okay, he's well, like got this like he... flexible latex, so he's got like the like like uh, Master Fantastic, like a stretch arm, Mister Fantastic. Sort of yeah, thing? yeah, like okay. he can stretch man, and he's super resilient to gunfire because it just passes right through him harmlessly. Um, okay. Well, when I hear man cannon, he's also got the man cannon. Exactly, which that's is what a, I think when I hear man. A blast of pure energy that, that erupts from the if depths you of the man call it Energy, yes, yeah, <laughs> energy right. is one word. It's, for li- it. it's, it's actually pure life force In that comes hurtling form. out of, of, of this cannon to, to, to destroy <laughs> evildoers. Wow! But but so so the villain. So this sounds like a, a Trey Parker Matt Stone production. To I'm, be honest, it could go that way. Like orgasmo. I wanted to be a rock opera. Have you seen orgasmo? No, I haven't. You should watch I, it. I need it to be a rock opera. Is that too much? <laughs> no, you can have a rock opera. With puppets. <laughs> so anyway, so Mankano, and, and instead of killing him, they've turned him into the smash success superhero. So now the sure. so now the uh, pussy in a can guys are wanting to make their own villain to take Mankano out. So they reverse the process and they take their champion and he turns into the can popper. <laughs> and when they meet to do battle... The man Kato looks at the can popper and he goes, can popper, more like can pooper. And then they do battle. The, wow. <laughs> you don't think that would, that would, that would make a hundred mil? Uh, at the theater? It would, it would, but I don't know that, uh, it'd make any of my money. <laughs> but it'd have to man be like, cause, cause I'm trying to think of like, okay. So in the future, it's kind of like a idiocracy future mm-hmm. yeah. where, like on TV, they would openly advertise the flesh Kano. Like Man Kano is kind of like out my balls, or the flesh Kano is kind of like out my balls. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, loves like it. like he would be famous because he's the like you know he's like the Jared Subway Jared for flesh Kano. <laughs> okay, you know sure. Um, but so I'm thinking it's like okay. What in the world would they be fighting over? Obviously, market share and all that kind of stuff. But why mm-hmm. would the can popper? And Mankano fight, and what would that fight look like? Oh, it'd be messy. <laughs> because I'm thinking a can popper's got like all these razor sharp edges that he can use to slice through as the latex. That's that's you know sharp objects. Like sure. like Mankano can deal with blunt objects stabbing in him all day long. <laughs> but you get a sharp <laughs> one with like razor blade, it's like mm. you, he just shrinks back from it. You you, wow. you stick a you stick a sharp surface anywhere near Mankano, he retracts. He shrinks. <laughs> He also shrinks. In, he he also shrivels. Shrinks in his courage shrivels. 
Oh yeah, yeah it goes yeah. out saying his his bane is a like at one point pool. he has to like swim under the Arctic ice shelf yeah. to get to Russia really quickly mm-hmm. because the fate mm-hmm. of the world depends on it. Sure, and sure. you can see him like ah must get to Russia and he's he's, he's getting shriveling, shriveling and getting shrinking, and getting shorter, and every stroke yeah. is more and more. People uh, are laughing and pointing. Yeah, and it's, his each stroke is more and more ineffectual <laughs> <laughs> that he's taking. <laughs> must get to Russia. So that's there. There's a set piece right there. Wow. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, who would I'm, you cast as Mankato? Uh, I would cast the guy who they casted in the main uh, Fantastic Four slot. See, I was thinking Steve Buscemi because <laughs> 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 he works pre. Uh, he works just as a spokesman for the Flash Kano. You can see him like, oh yeah, I use the Flash Kano every day, and you can see him post. Mm. Who would you cast as the can popper? The can popper. Uh, maybe. Luke Wilson, I think. Oh, I was thinking Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> Maybe I could secure Why? him to a five movie deal. Maybe, Maybe he's all about yeah. not, not making good business decisions like that. That's true. Uh, put him in a nanny outfit, and you got a there you solid go. gold hit. There you go. So you like that? I like it. All right, I like it. Let's make it. All right, I think we can do that. Make it happen. Um, let's initiate the feedback sequence of our. Oh cast. boy. Um, feedback, feedback, feedback. Uh, Stoffer gave us two this week. I don't know. We'll do more. He thinks he can get away with making us do two accents and doing two. Uh, no, sorry, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't go like. Yeah, that. we gave you the choice. You went for the two accents. It's respectable, is... but we're holding you to. We're governing you. We're putting the restrictor plate on the Stoffer corner. Yeah, we're putting a restraining bolt that back onto. We need to make as many Star Wars references. I feel like we need to cram them into the end here. We've talked about it throughout the entire cast, but we really yeah, need to get like restraining yeah. bolts on Staffas. Yeah, he's wanting to go pick up power converters at Toshi Station. He's We're not, not buying that fly. shit. Too whiny. Too nah, whiny. he's wanting to waste time with his friends. He can do that later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're gonna let the Wookiee win. We're going to have a bad feeling about this. Definitely, definitely. We're going to commence the primary ignition, and we're going to uh, do the one-on. we're going to make it so. Wait. We're going to make it so. What? <laughs> now you're going to have nerd rage. Dark yeah, Pax hears this shit, right. and it's 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 done for. The point Sleep was. with one eye open. The point was we're bald move. If you don't get that. That's right. Then you don't that know was our a bald, site. That was a bald move mixing your Star Wars and Star Trek. Star Trek references. Star Trek. So we're going to do the, the the collateral damage. He wants okay. to read an old man voice, and actually, I think you're better at this than me. And you know who yeah, would be at, at We voice. ought to call up Jesse in Seattle, and he'd be like, why the fuck are you bothering me at 6 o'clock at night, <laughs> first of all? But second of all, we'd be like, he does the best old man ever. Remember, like, I was laughing. Yeah, I was, like, pissing. Pissing my pants when he was doing uh the one the 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 voice when we were playing the Arkham Horror. Yeah, it's the prospector, the what? old man prospector, the the old guy PI, wasn't it? Old guy PI, a private yeah. investigator. That's also yeah, an I was thinking prospector because of uh, Will Ferrell or uh, whatever I don't know his what name that is. Makes sense at all? Uh, Saturday Night Live. He did an yeah. old prospector. Did he? Yeah. Never I mind that one. Um, but yeah, I, I wish we could get a hold win. of him because he, he, I, there you go. <laughs> um, he does the best old guy voice is my point. All but right. You well, do the second best because I don't, I don't best. got good old guy game. Well, there's only two people who do an old man voice. So if I'm second best, I'm first worst. So if I pass this over to you, uh, I'm going to break it. For uh, sure. well, it's, it's, it's work property. So that's fine. Just don't <laughs> pause. Just whatever you do, don't pause. Uh, the it's May 5th. I can't read. <laughs> Collateral all right. damage. Alright, let's see if we can do this. Dear Blue Yonder, these whippersnapper superheroes will tear everything apart just to save the day. Batman will shatter every sunroof. Superman will 
tear down brick walls. Why can't anyone use a front door? If they need a weapon, they'll pick up a car and toss it as if no one was going to need it. <laughs> These kids have no respect for anyone's property. Get off my lawn! Stop it. Nice. Very well done. I thought you might go the family guy with the... He's got some nice muscly arms there, boy. I can't do that without my voice cracking. I can do a pretty good perverted old man, but my voice cracks. Perverted old man. These whippersnappers superheroes will tear everything apart. I'm saving all my perverted old man until I become 60. Oh, you're going to save I'm just going full perverted old man. That's good. That's good. Um, So what do you think about the topic? I don't even know what I just read, to be really? honest. I have no idea. Superheroes, how they do, they, like, tear, they just fuck shit up. They like, do. they're almost they worse. Do. It's like the cure is worse than the disease. Yeah, yeah. Having Superman stop a major superpowered supervillain in the heart of your city is not something you want to go down. That's true. Property That's damage, true. property will be damaged, lives will be lost. Billions of dollars of damage. I thought that was interesting about the Will Smith's Hancock movie. I thought the yeah, beginning of yeah. that movie, was Fantastic. really good, and uh-huh. then it just kind of went off the rails at the end. But yeah. they dealt with that. Yep, they did absolutely. And uh, in, in kind of the incre- the movies, The Incredibles did. Like that's the I reason. I never saw The Incredibles. Jesus it or not. Christ, that's yeah. such a good film. I, so I've heard. Do you have you have you seen The Iron Giant? I have seen. Yes, I saw that on. I want to say Netflix, but maybe not. Did no. you like it? It was pretty good. That's, I know you're a huge, you're yes. super gay for Iron I'm Giant. I'm totally gay for Iron Giant. Yeah. And Brad Bird, the director of that and The Incredibles. Um, but they oh. deal with the same thing. The reason, um, spoiler alert, in the first five minutes of the movie, you find out that the supers are driven underground into like the super protection program because people get tired of them saving the day, but really causing injury and all this other stuff. It sure makes sense. Um, I wonder if Staffa has seen The Incredibles. I don't know. Or or Hancock. I don't think anyone saw that. We might be I the only people in North America that saw Hancock. Dude, I'm totally gay for Will Smith, so yeah. I saw Hancock. Um, so there's actually um, there's a TV trope article about hero insurance, and I've it's interesting <laughs> in like in the 2000s, several comic books made reference to the fact like um, that was the in thing to do. I remember like X Force and like Shield, Nick Fury would be bitching about the hundreds of millions of dollars, how much trouble he'd be in with senators and stuff or, you know, whatever the superheroes did to destroy stuff. And mm-hmm. they were actually dealing things like minimizing civilian casualties and property loss. It's like they're trying to become more genre aware, mm-hmm. but I guess, I guess the way the citizens of Metropolis look at it, is would you rather have a couple billion dollars of damage done to you, uh, or would you rather kneel at the feet of Darkseid? Yeah, would you rather have Lex Luthor running the world? Right. Or Superman fuck shit up every couple months. Yeah. Because most of the time... And, and the other thing is, um, uh, they had this series uh, that just kind of got me reading Superman for the first time uh, called Grounded, where Superman has this like crisis of you know, conscience for himself. Uh, and he decides he's going, he's lost touch with the common man. So he's going to walk across America. That's no superpowers. Dumb. Um, but as he goes around, of course he, you know, gets into adventures. What do you mean? No superpowers. He's constantly invincible, right? But he's going to not fly. He's going to walk. Is he going to carry he's kryptonite? He's going to walk. He's going to become a freegan and he's just going to walk to <laughs> he's earth. He's going to eat out of dumpsters. He's going to eat out of dumpsters. He's, like, he's going like to recycle his man species. Does. Yeah. That's he's gonna, like he's going to squat into random old ladies' flower beds and <laughs> drop a deuce right there. Wow! And then super say, yeah, "No charge for the for the Kryptonian fertilizer, ma'am. It's supercharged by the Earth's yellow sun." 
That's why I didn't bury it. I just left it on there so I can just soak up all that solar radiation. Wow. All right. Keep and then, going. like, her azaleas are going to be 30 feet tall. Okay. That's it. Sure. Just the fact that, like, um, one thing they showed him is that, like, he really fucked up an area, like, in small town America, and then he, mm-hmm. he repaired it at a super fast pace. Like, he was able to do all – fix all the masonry and do all that kind of stuff. Um we all know that he can just go in orbit and circle around the Earth reverse really, yeah, really oh, yeah, fast yeah, and just yeah. make everything go reverse. Yeah, it wouldn't so, fling everyone off the planet no, when the momentum stopped. No, not no. at all. Or violate several physical properties of you sure, know, yeah. astrophysics. Yeah. So so I don't think it's a problem for plus, the heroes. Plus, now, not, Batman... Not to mention that there's no friction in space, so he literally could not <laughs> yeah. turn the Earth backwards. Now, Batman, he's just an asshole. Breaking people's sunlights and skylights. Yeah, he's yeah, just, he's he just doing that. Yeah, he buildings that way. Maybe they get a check from Wayne Industries like six months later and if they call it's like oh it's a mistake just keep it that's how he maybe, probably does it maybe I mean he's a billionaire he can afford it oh hell yeah it's like if Bill Gates were who's to say Bill Gates is not a superhero I will I'm the person <laughs> that will say that he, he could be Mr. Gates that's his superhero name <laughs> that reminds me I don't ego. know if I've ever said this on the cast but I have something to admit as a shameful thing on the cast as well okay just a moment uh, this isn't shameful but I used to read this site called SeanBaby.com that's shameful that's shameful um, and he had this thing about like all the super friends from the Justice League of America the old Saturday morning cartoon mm-hmm. and they said one of the tropes in that show was anytime Superman like there'd be an asteroid coming to Earth and Superman's go-to response was to shove the Earth out of orbit so that the Earth asteroid would miss. And every single time uh, he moved the Earth, and it happened literally like every other week, mm. you'd see Superman, like, this, this, like, speck zoom off of the Earth and, like, get close to the camera and kind of, like, strike a pose, and then he would loop back and go to the Earth and get smaller and smaller until you couldn't see him, and then, like, five seconds would elapse, and the Earth would kind of shudder, and then it would move. They're okay. implying that he, like, just went, flow down to, flew down to the Earth's crust mm. and pushed against it and moved it like you would move an enormous ba- bowling ball. Yeah. And Sean Baby is like, if you were the guy standing next to Superman as he was shoving the earth, it would just look like some lunatic doing a handstand, doing a handstand yeah. in underwear with a cape hanging over his head. Yeah. It wouldn't look badass at all. Yeah. Not to mention that the earth is constantly <laughs> spinning. So if you were to try to push the earth, oh, yeah. you would be pushing it in There's all directions at problems the same time. with this plan. <laughs> yeah. Not to mention that it would probably either fly off in the intergalactic space or land in the sun. <laughs> Apparently Superman does not have super intelligence. No. Because no, he, that's actually, he said, that's, that's the other thing he said about Superman is like, uh, Superman is so overpowered compared to other members of the Justice League. That, that he had to be functionally retarded because the only reason he doesn't win every, every yeah. week is because he'd forget that he had superpowers. Uh, it's like he yeah. would be tied to a chair. He's like, he just forgot he was super strong. <laughs> he would be imprisoned in this watery tomb. He's like, he's forgot he could just like, uh, turn this to ice and punch out of it. Yeah. Or like a guy's menacing him with a gun. He could just melt it with heat vision. Yeah. So he's just yeah. retarded. He didn't, he forget that he had the powers. And nice. Sean Bay's like, it's not as stupid as you think. You've got the you've got the power to uh, learn how to jet ski and to split the atom, but you don't, you know, because we're people. But you don't do it. Oh, yeah, no, but it's not instantly available yeah, to he was me. Just being funny. Yeah. So, what's your shameful? So here, here's my shameful thing. Um, does it a involve lot- a flesh cano? Because if it does, <laughs> no. we're going to have to no. edit it out. No, it doesn't. Okay, good. Um, my shameful thing is I, I do NaNoWriMo. I try to do it every I, year, and I fail miserably year. every yep, year. Yep. First year I did it, I was writing a Star Wars novel. 
And it was along these fan lines. Fiction, I, Jim. Yeah, fan that is shameful. Get, get out of town. You, you wrote, know, oh, I know. Wrote story I wrote about a, Walmart. I, Come on. I wrote, and, and I wrote award winning fan fiction. <laughs> it was pretty good. I got I'll the gold, I, I, I won the Golden Star Destroyer it, Award in 1997 or something. <laughs> yeah, for your Star Wars novel. So I don't want to hear it. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. Both mega nerds. Exactly. So I was writing along these lines of like, the real collateral damage from superheroes and from Jedis. Because uh, yeah. if if you encounter a Sith in a populated city, yeah. things are going to get bad. Yeah, like whole reactor cores might get destroyed. Things like that. Well, I, I mean, I didn't even scale it up to that, but yes, that would happen. What uh-huh. I was scaling it to is like a chase between a Jedi and a Sith through a populated town, right. through a populated city. You're going to have people dying left and right. Like the Sith is not just going to run through the crowd trying to avoid people. No, they're going to mow them he's down. Gonna be, and he's going to be throwing people at oh, the Jedi, yeah. throwing things in their path, crushing people. He's going to be doing all sorts of heinous shit that you don't expect and that is never written about in Star Wars novels. Right. So that's that's kind of the angle I was taking, a little more realistic, brutal, uh, kind of graphic approach to it. Yeah, if Darth Maul had done that tactic, just like gone after Queen Amidala and the guards and just killed them all, Yeah. Uh movie probably would have ended there. Revenge of the Sith would have happened three movies early. <laughs> yeah. This has got the revenge. Just got no revenge. complicated plot. Done. No heinous, uh, horrible love story. Uh, Badly acted. Well, I think that just about does it. I know that's your line. Poorly paced. That's it. That's all we're doing this week. Well, I mean, we got like we've got more topics, but I think we got plenty of time. So tune yeah, in next done, week. We've punched in our clock. The union rules say that we get to go home and drink more beer now. All right. Cinco de Mayo. We're going to go drink. You guys go drink. Well, it'll be May 6th by the time you Yeah, it's this, too late. No more drinking. You missed it. Wait till next year. Wait till St. Patty's Day. It's your only... Oh, New Year's That's, Eve. Yeah, New Year's New Eve. Year's Eve is closest. Then St. Patty's Day and Cinco de Mayo. Ah, Otherwise, just don't drink. People drink on Christmas and Thanksgiving. Only if Aunt Becky comes. Okay. <laughs> anyway, that's it for the show this week. Uh, we, uh, we didn't even tell them about our Twitter no, accounts on Facebook. Twitter.com no. slash bald move. Facebook.com slash bald move. Well, wait, what we really want you to do is like us on Facebook, become a fan of, uh, uh, uh Facebook.com slash bald move. How easy is that, move. right? You just go, I mean, you go to, uh, Facebook.com slash bald move and you say become a fan. There's a whole big button. Has a plus one it, it, on it. It's a pretty big button. Yeah. It's pretty easy. Go I mean, to, if you can't do that, then why are you listening to our show? Go you know? to our iTunes page, and I actually linked the correct iTunes link now. Did you? Good. good so go that. click on that and give us a five-star review. We'd love to have, like, an actual review, but just, sure. just click on five stars. How hard is that? that pretty easy. It's just like just like one like a one hundredth of a calorie expenditure All these in things your index are very finger. easy. Go to twitter.com slash baldmove and follow us. Right. Super easy. Tell a friend. You're you're going to talk to your friends anyway, right? right? Tell them, hey, you know what I did last night? I listened to Bald Move. Right. I listened to Blue Yonder at baldmove.com. Right. And if there's, uh, you know, we'd love to hear stuff you like, uh, stuff you don't like. And, you know, we might not do things like get liquored up and do shitty casts. If you I all give us some love. I think a respectable cast, <laughs> considering how liquored up we are. Well, I'm just saying, we might, we might approach it like a, you know, in a workmanlike professional manner if we did that, if, no, if we no. actually got some love. We need a lot of love. And a lot of love. I need a lot of love. A lot of love. At least four people need to In fact, like we probably would buy more liquor if we got the love. <laughs> to celebrate to be how much love we've gotten. So if you like this, maybe you should just, you should love bomb us so we'll get drunker. There you go. And, and, uh, you know, crazier and do more man, mancano. <laughs> and New Year's Eve, we'll be back with another drunken cast. Oh yeah. Well, probably won't take that long. That probably we'll not. holiday. Next week, we'll be back with another drunken cast. It's June the 1st. <laughs> until it's then. Ju- it's Juno de Mayo. <laughs> and with that said, until next time, I'm Jim Jones. And I'm Aaron Hubbard. Ciao. 
You got two different Stoffel's corners to choose from. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I like the Scottish accent, but it's a shitty topic. The Scottish, and plus, I don't have it in front of me, mm-hmm. so maybe save it for next week. When I actually do, I'm not gonna do any of these fucking accents. I hate to tell you. What's the accent on the I other one? I don't know. I haven't looked, but I can tell you, I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> I like the collateral damage topic. It's. Can you read this like an old man? I can't do an old man voice. We need, we need Jesse. I can do, I can do a pretty good old man. There you go. I'll have you do it. <laughs> I'll do, I'll do an old man. Alrighty. That's a little bit like, uh, Jesse does a good family old man. Matters or, or not family matters. The guy from Family Guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, he does. Yeah. He sounds like this. Oh, that's Come right. Here, mus- Who am I thinking of? Muscly arms. You got the muscly arms. <laughs> Young man like you. I can Boy, do a pretty good, I can do a pretty good. Who's the, the black dude on there. Um, shit, what's his name? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. He's got his own show now. Yeah. Jefferson? <laughs> I don't know, Peter. <laughs> I used to be able to dig a Boomhauer. King of the Hill. <laughs> yeah, I oh, love man, King I got the dang old what, I tell you what, it's got in that T-Bird, <laughs> and it's got to open the paint, it's going to drop in, and it's uh, the transmission going like that, and I tell you what. I I can't do Hank for the life of me. Hank's tough to do. I sell propane and propane accessories. <laughs> that's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Bobby. No, that's terrible. That's Bobby? Old, that's old man. Bobby? That sounds like you're playing a video game. <laughs> Bring out that video game. My favorite episode of King of the Hill is where he makes Bobby smoke the carton of cigarettes. I haven't seen that. Catches him smoking. Makes him smoke a whole cart and think he's going to get sick. And he does get sick, but then he gets then addicted. He gets addicted. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what would happen. Shit. Absolutely it would. You pound down 20 cartons or 20 packs of cigarettes in a day. All right. So what do you want me to talk? So I want spoilers is a good topic. Mm-hmm. I got the sight on suck it. Oh, we can do that for a bullshit thing. Uh, man, you got to, God, not you have any topic sucks because it's you gotta not going to be a back and forth at all. Sure it is. That's Just assign not. me a topic. Uh, okay. How in the fuck is that well, going to work? Okay, read them again. I'll pick one that I could talk about. Uh, Roger be. Ebert's experience on reading the, the no. theater tube. No, that's you. Um, okay. Uh, face-mounted nose stylus created for phones. <laughs> that's you. Uh-huh. Gamers are antisocial <laughs> assholes. Well, I don't want to do that this week, but... Primitive lifestyles, are they really idyllic? Nope, don't like it. You haven't even read the article. Uh, Osama coverage. Nope, don't want to talk about it. All right. Uh, <laughs> video games, rating board, self-questionnaire. No, no, I don't know anything PSN about it. update, Mad Brew being hacked. There we go. No, no, I can't talk about that. Mankano. <laughs> no, Chemical-free chemistry kit. Uh, isn't that a lot like the, uh, what's the baking toys where you bake like plastic cakes? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, you've seen them. Yeah, I know. Alright, I gotta get this mic more towards you. Moratorium, okay. you. Moratorium? Moratorium. Because um, otherwise I'm not gonna be looking at you. And then spoilers. But you don't know what angle I'm coming from. I don't know what angle. Okay, well you're bringing it all. I'll just tell the listeners. I have nothing to do with this cast, so if it sucks. Okay, that's a lot of fucking pressure. Then blame it on the alcohol, blame it on Aaron. I'm good. That is a lot of fucking pressure. I man. think the alcohol will relieve the pressure. By I'm going to crack thing. under the pressure. <laughs> the only thing I'm doing is cracking a beer under the pressure. 